0: Dramas with the Side of Kimchi podcast. Azumas rule the world. I'm
1: k Muse.
2: I'm Carrie the Mockney.
0: I'm
1: K-Drama Jen. And I'm Drama Geek. A few things before we get started. We plan to cover all kinds of dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course K-Dramas. And with all of those countries to cover, we hope you'll understand if you stumble over pronunciation sometimes. We're always trying to improve, but it's a work in progress.
2: As are our podcasts. We will do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.
3: So today we are going to talk all things Ajuma, because we are going to talk about all these Ajima leading ladies that we are seeing in dramas lately. And I, for one, am very excited about that. It has been very refreshing to see these amazing, talented actresses take the spotlight.
0: I remember when I first started watching dramas, like a long, long time ago. It's been a while, um, but it was all the Flower Boys, and it was the younger actresses, and you rarely ever would see anyone over thirty-five. Um, there just wasn't really that uh, trope or those storylines for those unless it was like, oh, that's the mother of the lead. Uh, you know, so it's really refreshing to see that the trend has changed and that all of, I think it's funny that all of these actresses we saw eight, 10 years ago in their twenties in these, um, flower boy leads are now all the Ajimas that we're getting to enjoy now. Um, as the trends have changed. So what do we mean by an Ajima lead? Um, I personally think it's, you know, someone over the age of 35-ish. I wouldn't say it has to be like 35, but about that time you've had, you're married, you've had a kid. Um, you definitely have different goals and lifestyles, whether it's in a career or whether it's family. And that you're definitely looking at uh, that kind of situation rather than in your 20s and in your college and you're dating a lot. That kind of thing. Um, So that's kind of our Ajima range. I could say maybe in a few instances it's earlier, but I wouldn't say anyone under 30 at all. So,
3: right. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) We have a
0: moment of pause as we all (laughs) contemplate the (laughs) Ajima.
2: She's full of wise and mystical wisdom.
0: All right, so what do we like about Ajimas? Carrie. You have a whole thing that you- Hey, Carrie. I do. Oh,
1: that's me. Our spreadsheet is messed up. We've got a title of, of below that's the, what she was going to say. So everybody's confused. Okay. sitting...
2: I'm looking at it and Amber has said everything that I wanted to say. We just, we relate more to these older actresses because they have life experience. They have more than just the indecisiveness of their twenties. They have, like we, like Amber said, they've got their career, they've gotten married, they've got motherhood, maybe not all three, but they have some aspect of that figured out. And that's something that we as more mature women have figured, you know, that we can relate to that better. So now they're they're living, they're through the indecisiveness and kind of angst of their twenties, and now they're living
1: i I would definitely have to agree with that. I think that um just like because we you know we recently did a podcast on um, Ashi, and I think that just in the same way that um the characters that they play. And the life experience, the life that's going on around those characters can be very interesting. And it, you know, the um, even if they are a mom, but a lot, <clears throat> in, the, in the dramas that we're watching, a lot of them aren't moms. And to kind of see them in, you know, in their careers or whatever is going on, it I relate to it. I think we all kind of relate to it. And then I also the um, the men that they're playing with. Some of them uh, that might have <laughs> <Sorry>. the, <laughs> That's the way you phrase that. <laughs> well, some of them are playing, you know, like around. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get out of that. Anyway, no, but just the 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 male the lead mature. actors are mature as well, and I think that the relationships that they create with each other are can be very uh, believable and very like grounded um, in they can even the topics that they're talking about and the the things that they might be doing on the side how they play with each other might be a little bit more mature and i i i enjoy that yeah even if it's not in a romantic sense
0: correct there's a maturity there and and for our listeners we're all a little older we're not in our 20s anymore and so it's kind of nice to have someone you can relate to not that i don't love the swoony feeling of those early you know, youthful dramas. I love those as well, but it's nice to have a balance.
3: Um, And I think it gives more range to what we're able to see on screen. Some of those real new green actresses and actors in the flower boy, um, high school dramas, they just, it's all, it's sort of a one dimensional kind of look at life. And this allows you when you have an actress who's had some experience they are able to really portray a range of emotions and a range of experiences that we get to watch.
0: So what are some of the negatives to having an Ajima
3: drama? So for sure, I think um, the biggest issue with, a, with an Ajima in the lead is um, that there's a lot of ageism. And so I think that perhaps they don't get the ratings that uh, some of the younger flower boy dramas get. Um, Although I don't know if that's actually true. The people that I know in Korea actually tend to prefer uh, these darker dramas. Yeah, and
0: you see by the ratings that these Ajima and um, older generation dramas are getting amazing ratings. But I think just internationally, the people that are watching it in the U.S. or in Europe or other places... They really like those youthful, vibrant dramas, and these are not what it is. And so I think you have to either have a natural comfort zone with that, those kind of topics, or you have to aid yourself through the younger dramas into where you can appreciate some of the older talents that are out there. Uh, If Mm. that makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I remember when I first watched dramas, I was like, oh, I want to watch this one. And it's a romantic comedy. And I'm going to watch all the romantic comedies. And I don't want to watch something depressing or where they don't hook up together. Right. But as I've watched more dramas, I've begun to be able to appreciate beyond that. And I think that maybe that just comes with international fans watching more dramas, being able to get out of their comfort zones. And I'm not sure that the older Ajima dramas are their comfort zone. So I think that's something.
3: I will say that with so many recently, um, they, they do tend to be darker. They tend to have a lot more nuance to them. Um, I personally am kind of missing some of the light and fluffy romance um, shows that are out there. But um, but still, I I do enjoy the... I, I like that these strong female leads are getting the spotlight.
0: Um, so what are the pros of Azumas? I think we've discussed a lot of them. Uh, one thing I don't think we discussed yet is how, all right, so around five years or so ago, they really started promoting idol actresses, I think between mm-hmm. five, eight years. and And not to say that any of them are bad, But I I will say that the majority of them don't have the same talents as maybe I would like in an actress. And so there's this younger group like the Susies and the IUs. And they're very popular, but they don't...
1: (laughs) Joy Joy
0: is one of the newer ones. But they don't have that acting range Mm -hmm. that a lot of the older actresses have. And a lot of the younger actresses that are... In their 17, 18, 19, they've kind of shifted away again from the idol actresses for the most part. And they have this really talented, super young group coming up. Right. But we have that middle group of the early to mid-20s that we have right now. And they just kind of, they're hit and miss. Right. I'm not saying that they all suck, but they are definitely hit and miss depending on the drama, the director, the leads. There's a lot of things that can influence whether they perform well. And I don't think we have that with the older actresses that are in their 30s, 35s, who have made it through all of those to get where they're really talented in their craft. They're not there because they're the pretty up-and-coming singer or fluff girl, you know, or they're being promoted by whoever it is. They're there because they're there for their talent. And I really appreciate that.
1: I agree
3: with that.
0: Well and
1: I I I think go ahead, Carrie. Go ahead. I've talked a (laughs) lot. You go. Are we gonna (laughs) Kai by (laughs) both on on Kai by
2: both? Go, (laughs) (laughs) Carrie. I always play rock. I win. (laughs) Anyway, and I'm seeing kind of the swing with that ageism. And so they're trying to use some of those really talented younger actresses like you were talking about to play roles that are older than them. Not necessarily Audrey Ma roles, but just older roles like radio romance. I'm sticking with it because I want to find out what's going on. But Kim Sohan is just not old enough to be playing the character that she's got. No. She lacks, because our our Ajimas, they have those subtle emotional expressions where she's supposed to be portraying a little bit of sadness or a little bit of quirk. Her face is just blank.
0: Well, whereas and, some, and she can do it, but it's not in that role where she's supposed to be mid-20s right. or, you know... In those situations, because she just doesn't have the experience yet. Yeah.
2: And so trying to see her as older, it's hard to get in that frame of mind. And so if there are any casting directors out there listening, cast the older women, please.
0: But that's the problem. (laughs) Then they'd be casting that 25-year-old, like, black
1: hole.
2: Sorry. (laughs) Okay, yeah, there's that too.
1: Um I think that they yes I agree I think that there is a... they don't totally suck they but don't. I don't
0: get excited when they're cast either. I think that's mm-hmm. that's kind of where I am with most of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what recent or currently airing dramas are we most excited about that have the Ajima actresses, like the older actresses? And there's a lot to choose from. I'm so excited that this has swung this way to where we have so many options.
3: So for me right now, Misty is my top pick. I have such a girl crush on the lead actress in Misty because she is, she's just awesome. She's amazing. She is, I, first of all, I want her wardrobe. Um, because <laughs> she's always dressed to the nines. She has just this cool collected kind of presence, um, she's kind of like an ice queen in many ways and she just is stealing the show for me i mean she is she's the lead actress but she is commanding every single time that she's on it it's um it's kim namjoo who is playing the actress i'm sorry the who's playing the lead and she's phenomenal so she is right now misty is just kind of my number one show that I'm rushing home to watch.
1: I feel like, and that's part of the positive. This is drama geek. The positive of casting an older, um, actress in that lead role is they are able to center the story around her. Everything revolves around Goheron. And she is the probably, um, one of the most layered female characters that I have seen in a drama because, I mean, she's all shades of gray, but in any moment when you're watching her on screen, you can see this hard ice queen. You don't want to mess with her. And then she, she turns her head and nobody's looking at her. And you can see that, um, very damaged vulnerability. vulnerability. She doesn't show it very often, but when she allows somebody to witness that vulnerability, um, it, it, you're just like, Oh my gosh. And, and she leads to where everybody wants to follow her, kill for her, cover up everything for her. You know, she just
0: hates her so much that they will do everything to destroy her. Right. Yeah. She brings out a lot of emotion
1: and I, I, love how, um, they're using the show, um, cause it's, I mean, it is about a murder mystery, but they've actually, it's not necessarily about the murder mystery. And you've seen, you see where she is now as the anchor to, uh, to News 9, but you also see everything that it took to her for her to get there and also how they kept her there and she wasn't able to progress any farther from that, further from that and that, and and that, um, the glass ceiling that, that they've placed on her and you Mm kind of see everything. Like if she took a gray, if she, if she kind of sidestepped what's okay and what's not okay, you can see the reasons she did it and that she probably did it because there just was no other way for her to advance to the next level because of the way that the system was created. So I love that her character is able to really show a lot of that going on in the news industry in Korea. It would same thing happens in America and everything, but that's, I love that. Sorry, I knew I was gonna gush about it, but it's one of my favorite dramas of like all time, so I can't
0: I can't we not. all thought over who got to talk about this drama. I'll just say ditto
3: to everything they said,
0: so you don't hear hear more um but yeah, she's amazing uh she is exactly what you want for an azuma actress to be um and to perform so that you can see more. Talented older actresses who get ratings, who progress and keep the audience excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so since uh, Misty was taken already, we literally like, I, <laughs> yeah, we might as well have kai bai bode that. <laughs> um, but I am going to talk about should we kiss first, which is also an Asura actresses. Uh, this is oh goodness, what's her name? Someone Google it real fast i I, oh, I going. yes, I see it when I see it in words like when it's written, and I'm like, oh, that's that actress, but I don't have her name automatically um on the tip of my tongue, but anyway, she's one of those actresses I was talking about that when I started watching dramas many years ago, she was the youthful like you know twenty five twenty six year old um
1: is this really the the one from Kim Sam yes. or Yes, yes. She <laughs> she's one that sometimes I have a really hard time placing her because of had the weight that she gained for that role. Yeah, when and I first then saw she her. lost it. So and, Kim's son Senna is yeah, what, yeah, yes.
0: And so anyway, so I've watched her since way back when, and I've watched her progress, and she's, you know, she's one of those actresses that is constantly acting. She's done dramas I love, dramas I'm not a huge fan of but she's one of those that has progressed from a youthful actress to a more mature actress and um, I think she's doing an amazing job in Should We Kiss First and showing that love doesn't have to just be a youthful endeavor and that you want to fall in love or to have security no matter where you are in your life and I really am enjoying how she's portraying that role. And so, and hopefully I don't cry too much in the second half because I hear it gets a little bit more weepy with that writer. Spoilers, spoilers. (laughs) You've only watched the first two episodes. There's spoilers everywhere.
1: (laughs) It's one of the reasons I might put that one on hold right now. I just, I think I will stick with it because
0: I've loved it so much and I really like the lead actor. He has just this hound dog puppy, angsty, (laughs) not even angsty, it's just like hound dog, like. Oh, I love you, but I'm something's happening, and we're all gonna die. Or, well, you know, he just <laughs> has that kind of air, and it's very, like, romantic in a dysfunctional kind of way.
2: <laughs> he meant on the dysfunctional when he showed up in the full hiking gear. To the
0: <laughs> but yes, it, I, he gets more dysfunctional as the show goes on. But but they fit so well. They fit well. I mean, they both have gone through great traumas in their lives and they have very similar experiences and i think that is what connects them well and
3: as an older actress i think i mean she's about 42 or something but so older i'll put in (laughs) quotes but still she has um that life experience that we were talking about a younger actress would not it wouldn't be believable all of the things that this particular person character has gone through, right? And I just, you know, you can you can see all of her years of experience are coming to play as she's um,
1: acting in this. So I think she's doing a great job. So um, for mine, this is Drama Geek. Uh, for mine, I've only seen a couple episodes of this, and I actually did like a first impressions, but um, I've heard I, I wanted to wait until it ended, but if for Mother. Um, Ibo Young she she hits around that 35 right she's 35 or is she closer to 40 I don't know anyway I want to say she's closer to 40 she's another one of those actresses that has been around for a long time she has but um I've always enjoyed her. Her first drama, I remember the I hear your voice. I was like, "Where did this character come from? Like she was confident yeah. and she was like sassy. Well, not just sass, but like she was she was kind of rude and like I I <laughs> loved her portrayal in that. And then um she just I feel like she's just kind of built on that from in her uh life and then being a, a new, you know, a mother now that she's had two children and um, she's playing not a biological mother in the drama mother, but she um, takes on the role of the mother of the child that she kidnaps. And um, from what I've heard that the the drama is really a lot about being a mother and what it means to be a mother and what it means to take care of of the child and protect them. And so for me, uh, I know in the episodes that I've watched, she embodies that mother without being the side character, you know, because a lot of times we see the women in the side character role, but she from life experiences, what she's going through in her own life right now, but she brings that to the table for the drama. And I'm really excited because I've heard that all the way till the end, is just fantastic drama. So I'm very excited to see her in that role and, and play the, the kidnapping mother. I think it's she,
3: 1979. She was born okay. in 1979. So she's 39.
0: Okay. I think it's interesting that in instead of having the mother-in-law characters that we had 10 years ago, hmm. now it's all, well, the mothers or the, the strong female role models, you know, it's shifted away from the over-the-top Max mother-in-law that is the only kind of character those people could play back right. then. And so I like and that. And still
1: a lot of the women that are in their 50s. Um, they and still they do. Still, they yeah, still do. The, but it's
0: not as prevalent as it was when I started. Right. So it, the That's trope true. is kind of dwindled to where it's still there, but it's not overwhelming. And so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And well, okay. I can point out that
2: the mother-in-law in Queen of Mystery is also the mother-in-law in Secret Garden, Right. Yes. Or yes. not mother-in-law, but potential mother-in-law. Yes. yes. Okay, so yes, is that she, almost supposed to be like a joke that she's no, the mother-in-law No, she has again? played
0: a bajillion yeah, mother-in-laws. Yeah.
1: She is a well mother in law actress. She has handled <laughs> many envelopes and many glasses of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty then. Good to know.
2: So, but yeah, Queen of Mystery 2 is definitely one of those that I'm also excited for because, again, Soul Oak and I can't remember the actress's name, but just... You know, she is older. She's got... I don't think her character has gone to college.
1: No. They, but, she lied about it a lot in season one. But... Yeah, she got <laughs> married instead. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Che Kong-hee. She... Um, you know, she still has that weight ex- of experience. She's had that marriage under her belt. And she may not have motherhood or she may not have a career. But she's just got the life experience. And I think that's another reason that we're all drawn into Queen of Mysteries. Because she has... More than just being pretty to back her up.
0: Well, it just wouldn't be the same drama if you take like a younger actress, even a younger actress, late 20s, like early 30s that are out there. It would not Mm -hmm. be the same drama if you popped one of them in. Because, I mean, it could have realistically been someone married and who had a mother-in-law in that. It doesn't have to be an older actress. Right. But because it is and there's a comfortableness in her age, I think you see a difference. And it just
1: is a better drama that way.
2: She is very comfortable in her own skin.
1: She's comfortable being kind of offbeat. Because most of her yeah. characters are offbeat. So she's, yeah, she's very comfortable with just kind of doing
3: her
1: And own some thing. of them
0: work. Some of them don't work. But this one definitely worked. Yeah. So that was a cool thing. All right. So what are... Let's compare a little bit the older... Or the Ajima actresses right now. Their shows... To the younger actress shows and that are currently airing, Um, ratings, buzz, all around quality. What do you guys think? Is there really? Sorry, go for it. I have
2: to beat the dead horse that is Radio Romance again, (laughs) (laughs) just because I can't let it go. It's kind of, it's not exactly a train wreck for me, but I can't stop watching. (laughs) I don't know what you call that, but just to see the difference, even going Queen of Mystery two and Radio Romance. Just seeing the difference in the acting and the ability, I reluctantly press play when I press, press play for Radio Romance because I'm in it to see what's going on with Crazy Happy Doctor and, you know, what the, mis- the final mystery is going to be. It's not about Kim so Hyun's character at all. Whereas Queen of Mystery 2, I'm in it for the mysteries because that's usually what pulls me in. But it's also because I want to see what Solok's going to do next. I want to see where her life is going to take her. And I think a lot of people are the same way. I haven't checked ratings on that, be- but I don't think Radio Romance has the same ratings that Queen of Mystery 2 does.
1: I have not checked the the ratings, but I know Radio Ram- Romance um, didn't start out that great. It also is a rom-com, and those just aren't getting ratings right now that, that yeah, much. Yeah,
0: I want to say that Queen of Mystery is second under Return, also an <laughs> <Ashima> romance. <laughs> A
1: crazy Azure <laughs> romance.
3: Oh, my gosh. Or not romance. Sorry, no romance. No <laughs> romances. Right. No romance. There's no Are romance.
0: There A lot of dead? murder. No romance whatsoever. Thank goodness.
3: <laughs> none of those,
0: like, none of those people should procreate ever. Gosh, no. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, Return is uh, having higher ratings. But I think, again... Korea really loves those extremisms and it fits all the the notes for that except for the romance Um, but uh, Queen of Mystery 2 is doing well and so yeah and I'm
2: looking through here now on the place where I normally get my ratings I don't even see Radio Romance on there so we're talking about ratings and buzz then I would say definitely the is one in there
0: yay well, yeah, and I'm thinking of the other younger uh, drama that just started was Greatest Temptation, which I, I will watch for him. <laughs> I, 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 well, and it's hard because I've seen the story done in other things, so I kind of know what's going to happen. So I think I would be more excited about it if I didn't know the basis story that it's based on.
1: Mm. I feel like they're taking a little bit of liberty they, and i do you think, think that it's it, going it to shift
0: kind of... to a different direction in the end or are they going to stay true to the the original
1: i don't know i i, I don't know but i, I think, feel like got... i think it's going to be
3: different i think it's first of all i don't really care i'm just in it for <laughs> anyway. um, Don't, Juan, just... don't, Juan, don't Juan. <laughs> but I,
0: I mean we're not in it for joy That's what I'm just I'm just saying, if it was
3: how you get your joy,
1: (laughs) I I feel like they're kind of taking a couple of different things and putting them together like it has a cruel intentions uh, feel, you know, a little bit. It also has a gossip girl feel to it a little bit. And I think that some of the areas where it m- was a little bit more extreme in what, the- what will happen later on in the series, I think that they're kind they're of a shaving the it. edges off of a little bit. So I I think that the three Musketeers, the f- the other female lead and the other— I've heard good things about her. dynamic and fun enough that yeah. y- you ha- you have to at least— Okay, watch. I will start watching. <laughs> I just <laughs> heard a lot of buzz. And what is it, Kim Min Jay? He's the other guy yeah. in the mix. I, I saw something. You some, have he's, got he's a, to just watch him. He's so smexy and yeah. everything going on. He's playing so opposite, <laughs> especially of his last character was, where he was such, so, such a serious son. He's, and he he's was, usually the good boy. No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. And he is having a blast playing this guy. Yeah. He really is.
3: With his fur coats <laughs> and his limos
1: And he's Flower. He's like, flower
3: limo. It has flowers. Yeah. It's a flower limo. And, of course, that was the one I was going to bring up. <clears throat> if anyone would check the um, spreadsheet.
1: Say. Yeah, I think you can go ahead and go. <laughs>
3: whatever, whatever.
1: Carrie will survive.
0: Well, I was going to say, I can't really participate in this. Since all my shows are the Ajima shows, I th- <laughs> I think I'm watching a couple Chinese shows with younger actresses that I'm enjoying. But most of the, I haven't really gotten into, I dumped radio romance and, I plan to watch Greatest Seducer.
3: I'm just not quite there yet. So, sorry, Jen. Forgive (laughs) me. me. But (laughs) certainly, I mean, if you're going to compare, say, Joy with Ajima actresses, um, then obviously they are going to win hands down. Mm. If you're going to compare Joy to, I don't know,
1: my dog <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, Susie, she looks like Susie, you can compare him compare her to Susie. She yeah. didn't ruin while you were sleeping. And the thing
0: is, you know, I think Joy will improve with time, maybe. I don't think she's ever gonna be an actress where I'm like, oh I am watching it for her. You know? Yes. And, and so she gets cast as like, oh whatever. But the problem
3: I'm, is that the other the other female it, it, in the Three Musketeers group is she was the, the person that dressed up as the boy in um, Live Up to Your Name. Okay. And so she's just so dynamic compared to Joy. And I don't I don't know if we're supposed
1: to like her more, but I certainly do. Well, so. I, but the actress that plays her, I'm thankful that they gave her that role because there was no way that Joy could pull off the character True. that she's pulling off. Because, I mean, she has to be like, she has to have a lot of different dimensions to her uh, to her yeah. character. And I don't think Joy well, can and, pull that And off.
0: again, that kind of shows why I'm a little sad that it's the entertainment industry is doing this where they try to push a certain girl, whether she has talent towards it or not into these acting roles. I understand that it's good from a financial standpoint on their part, but sometimes I feel like it's taking the spot away from actresses that are actresses who could maybe do better.
1: Well, I mean, they're doing the same thing with K-pop boys. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. And and again, I say the same but. thing with
0: that. I enjoy some of them. Mm. Some of them I, it's like there, I'm sure there's people better But I have noticed that a lot of the older 30-year-old boys that are coming in, they're a lot of newbies, but they're actors. They're not the K-pop machine popping them out. And so maybe it's paused a little with the boys to give some other actors a chance to sneak in. Hopefully it'll be doing that uh, with the girls as well. So we can have a better range of Ajima actors in 10 (laughs) years. Because otherwise we're going to be... Stuck with Susie as a 40-year-old and a mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that'll improve her. We can always Maybe, help. maybe yeah. cross fingers. <laughs> okay. All right, I think we're done. We've discussed everything, Ajima. Um, so, on that note, I'm going to promote our store and blog. Come join us at dramaswithasidedkimchi.com with the side of kimchi.com for our blog and if you're looking for some awesome t-shirts or other drama or k-pop themed accessories come check us out at teespring.com and rubbubble.com and type in dramas with a side of kimchi
1: and if you would like to see us on social media where sometimes we talk about the shows like as we're watching them on twitter and everything um, you can see live reactions from watching shows you can check us out um, at drama with a side of kimchi on facebook or on the twitter it's at drama kimchi or you can do at amber news at, at kdrama jen and at Carrie mm-hmm. crawford yeah <laughs> and yeah that's it thanks mm-hmm. thanks again yeah. for supporting our
3: latest endeavor be sure to subscribe to the podcast for weekly updates and rate us on itunes also feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast or even if you have suggestions for possible future topics we'd love to hear from our listeners